Hi folks and welcome to Youth Initiative Scotland's first ever podcast. It's a pleasure to have you with us. If you'd like to hear more information about what we're up to in Youth Initiatives just now, please visit our website, youthinitiativesscot.com. You can follow us on Twitter at YISC underscore 2018. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Youth Initiative Scotland. Without further ado, we'll get into our interview. I spent some time this afternoon interviewing a young man by the name of Cricky Donnan. He talks to us about his experience of youth initiatives in Northern Ireland and the work that youth initiatives in Northern Ireland did with him and that and his experience of that and how it has shaped where he is now and what he's doing with his life. It's a pleasure to introduce Cricky Doran and it's a pleasure to have you with us. Hope you enjoy. And we are live in three, two, one. See, that's when you just copy in your podcast here, you see that? <laughs> Can't be in my podcast, I don't know. And we're going to go live in three, two, live. one. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honour and privilege, absolute privilege, to introduce to you a young man by the name of Christopher Donnan. Anyone who knows youth initiatives knows Christopher. And anyone who knows Christopher knows that he goes by Cricky and not Christopher. Um, which I always thought was a good, it's one of the differences between uh, Glasgow and Belfast is that certain names get shortened differently. And I always yeah. quite liked Cricky, you know, I always thought oh, that's, mm. that's a good shortening of, of Christopher. Christopher hails from West Belfast, from the area area called Poglass, I believe. Mm-hmm, yeah. Although we'll explain more about that later. Christopher is a rapper, Christopher is a youth worker, Christopher is many things to many people and he is currently involved in the Nuts Project among other things in YI in West Belfast and he is a delightful soul to be around so I'm honoured, Cricky and I hope you know this is this is Youth Initiative Scotland's first podcast so okay do you know what I mean we're starting I, I, Start well. I, I, I thought carefully about who we started with, and I chose you. <laughs> you were the you were the you you were the third person. I, I mean, you were the first person I asked. Um, <laughs> so, welcome. So, Cricky, um, before I get before I get into the the questions that I, that I sent you, why don't you just tell us just a wee one minute kind of thing about yourself how how would you describe mm-hmm. yourself what do you currently do how do you currently fill your time yes um guys my name's Cricky, although i was baptized christopher um i'm from uh, west belfast yi um some of the things is it just that i like to do in general are or, or what uh, or? just who you are what you got up to yeah. what you do I'm, I'm, I'm from uh, the male side of, side of the world. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I'm your typical guy from uh, Belfast. I work for YI. Um, I like to hang out with my friends. I like music. I like gaming. I'm your typical fella, um, I'd say. Um, I also love food, as you can probably see. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost some weight this year, Cricky, though, eh? Yeah, six stone. Six stone. Well done. That is yeah. spectacular. 
Well done. Um, good. So tell us then, so you grew up West Belfast. Um, where, what, what's, whereabouts in Poglast did, did you grow up? Yeah, so I, I hail from an estate called Glenwood, um, which is in Poglas, um, which is a wider estate then in Belfast, um, in West Belfast. Um, it's predominantly Catholic. Um, it's I think it's like 99% Catholic, and I don't know really where the Protestants are in Poglas, but um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but one percent of them are there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where they are. I've, n- I've never met them. Um, but uh, yeah, everything. So I grew, I grew up there my whole life. I, I really only moved away from Poglas when I was uh, twenty, um, and now I work in YI uh, West Belfast, which is based out of Poglas. So I'm back to, I'm back to my roots. Um, I didn't really travel outside of Poglas or the neighbouring areas um, until I was much older in my life. So um, it's a socially depraved area. It's a very there's a lot of social housing. Um, there's a lot of uh, antisocial behaviour, a lot of drinking, drugs, um, and a lot of fighting. Um, and of course, I'm sure the Scots all want to know that everyone in Poglas supports Celtic. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. So, so what was your school like? What was your yeah? So education like? Um, I'm not sure what it's like in Scotland, but uh, over in um, Belfast, you attend a primary school and a secondary school. So, primary school from primary set or from five years old to eleven years old, and then a secondary school from eleven years old to eighteen years old. My primary school hmm. was called St Kieran's, named after St Kieran, um, and it was your typical. Um, West Belfast school, we weren't really the most academic. Um, there was maybe five people in the class that were like super into reading and stuff. The rest of us were just kind of getting through um, the school year. Um, and then I moved to, to St. Columns, which was my secondary school. Um, it was very different, obviously, when you're a teenager, you're starting to uh, wrestle with your identity more. So I, I went into school as like a a guy that wanted to be liked by by by, by everybody, um, kind of. I was the, I was not really mouthing off the teachers in my first couple of years, but that actually then developed as I kind of wanted to be cooler as such. And that that's the typical um, trend that you see in West in West Belfast schools. Right. How many kids would be at St Columns? Um, I think when I was there, there was about seven hundred pupils. Um, in the whole, in the whole entire school, um, I know that that since I left, it, it went down to I think like five hundred pupils, mm. but it's now on the up again, so it is. So um, we're back up to about seven hundred. So yeah, not much more than about a hundred people in my year. Um, right. Yeah, that's similar to the school that uh, we work in here. Um, yeah. A little bit smaller. Um, so when at what point did you meet YI then? Yeah, I, I love tell, telling this story because the worker that I tell it to always cringes. Um, I was having lunch with a few friends, um, and uh, YI um, used to come in to, to, to my school every Tuesday and Thursday, and I'm sure that you would have been in with those guys as well. Um, and it was great to, to, to get to speak to some youth workers, but I didn't really know them. My friends did, but, but I didn't. I was having lunch. And one of the youth workers comes walking down the hallway. His name is Matt McCulloch, if any of you've met him um, on the Volunteers Residential. Um, he comes down and he just says to me, do I want to go to this program? Um, it was called Lisburn is for everyone. Lisburn is a neighboring city uh, to Belfast. Um, and they're trying to get Catholics and Protestants t- 
together. Um, so he wanted to get me part of that program. So I decided to go. As I said, the program is called Lisburn. It's for everyone. Um, our first night at the program, um, we, we arrived on the bus to the place where we were meeting. And there's a group of young people waiting to throw stones at our bus. So we found out very quickly that Lisburn was not for everyone. <laughs> um, but from there, I met the other youth workers. Um, and it's people like Finty, Firth, and even Andy, um, who journeyed alongside me. Then as my pain progressed and why I kind of kept me coming back. Because um, I wanted to see their amazing faces. Um, some more amazing than others. <laughs> um, so uh, that's interesting, that stuff, because uh, I don't know that we experience the same sort of sectarian stuff in, in Glasgow. We experience a wee bit of it, but usually it's around mm -hmm. football. But would when you were growing up, did, how many Protestants did you meet when you were growing up? Yeah. So I actually didn't meet a Protestant. Um really until I started going to YI or maybe in like the, the early stages of school we may have did like a wee group of um Protestant schools but I never really had ever met a or someone that um in, in Belfast people like take identity and mm. culture mm -hmm. um so I'd never mm -hmm. really met someone who's like who claimed to be you know an Orangeman or a Protestant or you know um associated with like UVF or anything I'd never really met anyone like that I just met people of the Protestant religion you know, and I didn't even realize that there was a difference, you know, but yeah, not really until I was in secondary school, I realized that there was a big difference between Catholics and Protestants in mm -hmm. Belfast. And I always kind of knew not to go into the Protestant estates, but I never really knew why, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So that, that group of people waiting on the bus with stones, would they have been? <laughs> they, I mean, they, they, they would, Lisbon they is would, a predominantly Protestant town. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, they they wouldn't have been happy that there's a, a group of Catholics rocking up to the to, to the youth center. Interesting, um, and that's and that's just the way it is, and that's just the way it was. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Um, so what were the first kind of things that you liked? Let's talk about youth initiatives a little bit more. What were the first mm -hmm. kind of things that you liked about youth initiatives? Um, what what made you come back? Like you went the first yeah. time. What made you keep coming? Apart from yeah. seeing people with beautiful faces. Um, I I always grew up with a small close net of friends. Um, there was about six of us that were really that were really close, and we all were from the same street. So when I went to youth initiatives, I just seen it as a place where you could get to know more, like more and more people, and all these people. You know, like you're not best friends with everyone, but it was a a, a chance for me to explore like like new friendships. So I really enjoyed getting to meet new people. And actually, the three lads that I would say that I'm best friends with to this day are guys that I met and why I met Matt, Eddie and Kevin. Matt's actually sitting right beside me having his lunch. Um, we lived together. So I, I came back because I was, I was meeting all these new friends and then the programs were just so addictive. Um, I loved, there was a music project um, happening and I was able to learn guitar um, and I thought that was class because I'd never really learned guitar before um, so I kept going there and I kept going to a program called Lifeline because they were just absolutely making ages out of ourselves every single Wednesday um, night from eight to like half nine and I loved that um, mm. and of course everyone loves a good residential a trip mm. away with all your mates you feel like you're free for the first time no <laughs> parents no nothing you know <laughs> yeah good good um, could you give me Right, so I, I'd ask you this, Ellis. Well, maybe you've got a few, a few 
thinks of mine, but could you give me mm. maybe your top three YI moments as a young person? Yeah, absolutely. So well, two hours when I was a, a young person, one when I was right, when I was yeah, a staff yeah. member. Okay, so I kind of had, had graduated. So the first one, I'm sure Andy remembers this, myself and him and a group of other lads went to, went to Romania in 2012 to build houses. Um, it was a very challenging time. When you send a group of, lad, a group of lads away in the sun for two weeks, it's, it's going to get heated at times. But I don't know if you've told this story before, Andy, but uh, I think it was the last, it was the Friday of, of the first week um, and we were getting ready to fill a, a foundation. And we were, we, were, we were a wee bit tired, we were a wee bit burnt out, we didn't really want to do it. Um, and Andy and a few of the other uh, staff members on that trip, I would say manipulated us <laughs> um, to kind of get us like, <laughs> like, like motivated to fill this foundation for this house. I, I think um, motivated is a better word than manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> but they were yeah. saying, you know, like lads, like I don't know. So we, so myself and the other lads that I was with, we kind of just came, came, came together, put in the work, um, and we were able to actually get the the foundation laid out. Um, and I always say that was something that it was hard to achieve, but we worked together and we achieved it together. And I, when I look back on photos of uh, R- R- Romania, I always think about that time. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one comes a wee bit later then um is when i was 18 um i applied for a gap year with yi which means i was taking a year out of my life to work for for yi um i remember applying for it and like i don't know if, if, I, if i'm gonna get this um i was up against a girl called sarah and my best friend matt, matt brennan um and we we're all kind of in contention for this um gap year and I remember Andy Hewitt, was, was, who was the uh, deputy manager person at the time, called me and saying that I got it. And I remember feeling very happy because I was like, I can't believe I actually got this. You know, I don't do well with, with interviews or anything. And hmm. um, so I remember saying, oh, I, I can't believe that I got this, but also feeling kind of sad because um, I then knew that Matt and Sarah hadn't got it. Now, thankfully, they then went on to do gap years with, with YI as well the very same year. And we all did it t- together which was great but mm. it was always something that stuck out it was a real learning process and in, in my head you know um and something that really boosted then me to want to actually be like okay i can do this i can be a youth worker you know mm-hmm. this is actually a, a career option so it was good and then the last one uh comes from 2017 um in may 2017 tony tony silcock mm-hmm. or uh the ceo of why northern ireland um Took, 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 took me out for a coffee and sat me down and said, Cricky, we want you to go to Magigori with a group of young people. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, okay, another trip away, you know. Um, and he said, Cricky, this place is filled with mountains. Um, there's two main hills that you'll have to climb. He says, I think you're going to need to start working out. Um, and at this point, I was... 28 stone and i was like oh okay (laughs) i was like i probably do and that's what then kicked off my journey in the gym um to get to to get fit um and to kind of better myself and i remember in september 2017 standing on top of that mountain Mm. and getting emotional because Mm. i have achieved it And and what was even more beautiful was the young people that i was claiming it with Mm-hmm. did some amazing things like one of the lads uh, carried my water for me and the other one stuck beside me the whole way up up the mountain like motivate me to take it up they were 
encourage they were motivating mm. me instead mm. of me like motivating mm. them and it's just mm. beautiful to 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 like, like to witness that you know mm-hmm. yeah three experiences good good stuff uh, that's brilliant that's that's a pure metaphor of a story <laughs> yeah climbing the, mountain, climbing the mountain top good good so um you mentioned about your gap year there and getting accepted for that um why why did you want to apply for your gap year and why did you sub- subsequently then want to become a youth worker yeah i think growing up in my life i was the only thing i was really passionate about was music and rap um, and i thought i was going to be the next m&m i was absolutely certain of that um but kind of as things as things developed, I start when it came to putting in the, like the groundwork with music, I was like, I'm just not really willing to do this, you know. Um, and then I, I looked at youth work, and it was something that I really enjoyed doing. It was something that you know, for, like not just on 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 the outside, but on on the inside, just made me feel very happy and amazing. And I had all these experiences. Um, and then I thought to myself, I've lit. I've lived and grew up in Poglas my, 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 my whole life. Um, I've seen, you know, the, the terrible things that young people go through. I've experienced the terrible things that, that young people go through. And why wouldn't I want to give back to my, to my, to, to my community? So I, 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 I began pursuing this when I was 17. Um, Andy was, was around in those days. Um, and with the other guy that I mentioned before, Pente. And we actually came up that there was, it was actually, I was actually able to, to pursue this. Um, and these are the steps that I needed to take. So the first step was getting my gap year and I went and I did that. Um, and the second step was then getting into university um, to study community youth work. Now it was a little bit tougher. The first year um, I was uh, not granted a place onto the, onto the course in, in, in university. So then I went and I completed my gap year and applied again at the end, at the end of my gap year. And I was then, um, offered a place and that was amazing. So I was able to go to, to, to university, which is something that people in Poglas don't do. Um, they do not go to, to, to university. Your, your you know, education ends at you know, high school. So um, and I went on and I, you know, after the first year of my degree, I was like, I, I don't know if I, if I can do this. And then you know, a couple of years later, in, two, in 2017, I was walking across, across the stage, you know, and at that point, I left Y for a period of time. You know, I wasn't actually working um, as a youth worker, um, but something actually ignited that flame to want to be a youth worker again. And I was, I came back to Y and did a summer scheme, um, and seeing that, you know, I had to make a, a, a decision: did I want to be a youth worker or do I want to be a Y youth worker? And for, and unfortunately, not everyone can be a Y youth yeah. worker. Yeah. You know, but actually. An opportunity came to work for why again I kind of convinced myself that I wanted to just be a youth worker um, for anywhere help 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 the young people but mm-hmm. actually an opportunity came up and why I did work for why I and I felt God calling me there um, massively saying quickly you need you need to go back home um, mm-hmm. and I and I decided to, to, to go back and took up a position and from there I've worked my way up to now running the Lambda 14s work on West Belfast so it's fun Good. Um, he called. He said there that he felt like you had to go home. So, mm-hmm. he, uh, to what extent? I was going to ask you what, like, what's why I meant for your life. Um, where are you because of it? That yeah. you describe it as a home. Then for you. Um, yeah, it's a home. 
Um, it was somewhere where I was just able to, to figure out who I was and not who my community was telling me. Um, I, I was, I think, without, without YI, I would just be doing a job that I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really be passionate about. You know, I'd just be doing it because it's earning money. Um, but actually, YI helped me understand that these dreams that I have, even music, even mm -hmm. being that rapper, mm -hmm. I can pursue, I can pursue the, the, those dreams and be successful in those dreams. Um, and they taught me that it actually taught me that there, there's work to be done. You know, nothing gets given to you just like for free. Even people that win the lottery have, have to buy a lottery ticket, you know, mm -hmm. um, you have to do something. Um, and why I kind of helped, you know, kind of put petrol to that flame, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. Good. Good. Uh, that was my last question. Where, where, where would you be without YI? Do you think? Yeah, I I would probably be an electrician, which is a great job, which yeah. is a great job. But I don't love to 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 do, you know, that, that stuff. I, I do it with my brother the all time because he's an, an electrician. But I would probably be an electrician if it wasn't for why I actually helped mm -hmm. me understand that I love youth work and working with young people. Good, good. Um, last question: When are you yeah. coming to visit YI Scotland? Yeah, sooner rather than later is what I'll say. Um, I'd love, I'd love, I'd love to go over and see all you guys, see, see what you're doing. If Andy ever, in any way, gets an 11 to 14 program established, which I'm sure he will very soon, um, I'd be happy to come over and uh, really show him the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I'd love to get over. I'd love to get over to see. Uh, I don't know Andy, but I'd love to get over to see a Celtic match. Um, I'd, lo I'd, lo I'd love to get over to see why Glasgow. I've never been to Glasgow before, um, and I'd love to see kind of what the city's all about, you know. Well, come and visit, but not right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, stay, stay whenever, at home, stay at home. Whenever we can, whenever we can work it, God willing, we're all back eh, in the autumn, and, and maybe there'll be an opportunity of a, a weekend or a retreat of some kind you can come out with. Um, Cricky Doran, it's been an absolute pleasure to hear some of your story, to hear the impact of youth initiatives in, in your life. Thank you for yes. taking time out of your day to spend with me and yeah. we enjoy the rest of your day. God bless. Absolutely, bro. I love you. I'm excited to see what YI Scotland has to do in the forthcoming months. Cheers, man. Cheers, dude. See you later.